0: And welcome once again to another episode of Stew Him Productions presents
1: JDM Solve the World After, after dark. dark. I am James
0: and I am Matt and with us on the phone We will start with our favorite Italian in Florida,
1: Dwight. What's up, Dwight?
2: I just wish you wouldn't say the Italian part like that. The Florida part is pretty accurate. (laughs) Good evening, gentlemen. How the
0: fuck are we? We are good. And on the other line, because we're starting the new year, the new season, going all fucking out straight from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Mr. Sean Nash, how you doing, Sean?
3: Riding the wave, brothers.
1: Riding the wave. Not like
3: in Florida, but you know. Right. I'm jealous. Like.
1: Well, you you know with climate, you know with climate change, you might be riding the wave before too long.
3: (laughs) Could be. Could be. Yeah.
0: Now um, we are all meeting for the first time on the airwaves, but we will meet. In person, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th in St. Louis, Missouri, for the Metallica Pantera fucking concert. Let's give it up.
1: Oh, yeah. Where's so, yeah.
0: yeah. uh, yeah. it at? Oh,
1: there we go. So, 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 hey. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. No, yes. no,
2: no Andy tonight. No. No. Oh, that's a shame, because I need to... I, I need to. I just need to inquire about the, the you know if you had the time to sit down and watch Red Dawn yet. But anyway, we'll get to that another time I suppose. Well.
0: What the the Got remake?
2: It? No, I haven't even watched the remake yet. I actually it's in the collection somewhere over there. No, the original.
0: Ah. With cool. with uh with Soda Pop Curtis and uh Francis Yeah, the no, whole yeah, the no, whole
2: yeah, no, no, the whole crew there, man.
0: Yeah, Ponyboy Curtis and uh yeah, all all them motherfuckers and uh Baby? Oh, the babies Yeah. All of Maybe oh, you got her tits blood off. Maybe got put in I the corner. Yeah. There's that Leo
2: there's <laughs> you know. that Leo DiCaprio movie uh the Once Upon a Time in America or something? No, no, oh, no. once upon it's a time here. in Hollywood? No, time in Hollywood. There you go. That's that's it.
1: No, that's a badass movie.
2: Yeah, so I need I'm to catch up yet. on that. So, you know, I'm I'm not without fault here, but fucking come on. You haven't seen Red Dawn and you were alive in the eighties, stop it. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's that's like really. I saying. digress.
2: He's not here. Anyway, moving on. But yes, um yeah, I, I, I forget what it was. I did something really, really nice for the wife and then I was like, Hey in November catching a flight.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I <laughs> I sent your wife a uh, text message on her birthday because I'm a nice guy like that. And uh she's like, Thank you so much, but you made Dwight's fucking year because when I got home from work he was ecstatic about going to see Pantera in November. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I do what I can. Hey, forget about it. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey <laughs> I got a mustache so he can understand <laughs> me.
4: Bobbity boobity. Bobbity
0: me pepperoni? I, yay. Hey. Hey, I'm Italian. I, I get the sausage. Oh, hey. hey, bow. Oh,
2: easy. We're not in prison. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: We're the or we're the, uh, yeah, we, we haven't, have made to
0: yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, haven't made it to St. Louis yet. Yeah,
3: haven't made it to St. Louis yet. The good thing is, is I know some local popos, so we're probably okay.
0: I know a guy oh, who yeah, knows a guy. I got a guy. I got yeah.
2: a guy who's got a guy in St. Louis. <laughs>
1: Well, that's that's kind of that's kind of what I was hoping on on Sean being on board with this deal because he knows all the guys in St. Louis. Right.
2: Actually, from my perspective, that's unfair to Sean since we just met. So I got a guy who's got a guy who's got a guy in St. Louis.
1: There it is.
0: (laughs) There you go. Yeah.
2: There you go. Yeah. In all fairness, I mean, you know, it's not. You know, I'm sure we're gonna gonna be fine. But yeah.
3: Sean, sean? I was in St. Louis for about 21 years, I guess. Uh, just moved to Nashville about well, about six and a half years ago. So, Okay. still have family and friends there.
1: sean has got me a little fucking up in, in St. Louis a couple times.
3: Just a few. <laughs> just <laughs> a few. You don't have to answer yeah. that. Yeah, I refuse to comment on the grounds I may incriminate myself and those involved.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> Honestly, this is an ostrich. <laughs>
1: All so right. so yeah. so, are we all stoked or what? I mean, two shows of Metallica, two shows of Metallica, two different shows. The opening night, Mammoth, and Pantera. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. fuck! <laughs> you know, second the night, one word second story. night, Death no, like, Nine Kills, Ice Nine Kills, Ice Nine Kills, Five Finger. I mean, but Five Finger Death Punch. And then uh, another sort of Metallica. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
2: So only one no. word to describe it from my end.
3: Hard.
1: Yeah. Very much so.
3: Yes. And then I am. That would be, yeah, it's going to be stellar. Yeah. We just need to find out where the after party is.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, the warehouse across the street? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's going to be that too, but yeah.
1: Well, Sean, you you, you, you you know the peeps in St. Louis, so there you go. You what,
3: I'm sorry?
1: Said so you know the peeps in St. Louis, so. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. A few. Yeah, And
0: oh, I'm just going to say that regardless of where we go, we might have the best parking available because my brother Wayne that I met in the Army is, quote, unquote, air quotes. You can't see him right now, but he is handicapped. <laughs> So oh. you know
1: what's well, funny? My about, wife told
3: you, me I'm handicapped too it's mentally handicapped right I
1: guess it's different <laughs> <laughs> you you, you know what's funny about our cruise that we just got back from. My brother has a handicapped checker, right? yeah, he didn't break it. <laughs> damn it so it's a fucking hotel that everything that we had to park at yeah, we had to park. Not in a handicap zone. It's like Jesus Christ, Herb. What the fuck? You mean <laughs> their regular rooms that they had to stay
0: in, and your fucking oh, state fuck. room? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with your
1: twenty foot ceilings <laughs> and well, you know, yeah, that um, the Trump, the, the, the one, the one in Jackson, Mississippi. We all booked the same, pretty much, you know, but we had a Q code. For our room in uh, New Orleans, and I'm a procrastinator. I wait till the last minute to do shit. Sometimes it's because I ain't got the money, whatever. But anyway, I procrastinated long enough that I I I called them, and they're like, "Going, oh, we we don't have that code anymore." I was supposed to get a room for $129. It's like, okay. It's like, what can you do? I'm spending one night in New Orleans. Well, I got this one room. We can put you in for $169. Okay. It's one night. It's $40. Fuck up. I fucked up. Let's do it. I got down there. I'm in a goddamn suite. I got a full fucking refrigerator. Full fucking kitchenette. Da, da 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 18 foot fucking ceilings big fucking windows going out to the fucking street and I was like yeah my fuck up was pretty good yeah,
0: yeah. I I've seen photos and it's like holy fuck
1: I mean that's nice they're gonna go to, the cru- to the cruise the, the room that I paid a whole hell of a lot more I'm like oh fuck this is tiny yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, I think if I—I think if I fart in this room, I'm going to smell it for the next five days. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so had cheesy. a king size bed. You on his pillow. I had a king size bed, but it was two twins put together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so was there big... was
1: no laying in the middle, or you're going to you're going to end up on the floor. No, it was okay until. Well, me and the wife worked it a party a couple times, but. <laughs> We're on vacation. I mean, check. now,
0: um, Dwight. Just so you know, uh, where we're staying at in St. Louis. You're gonna have to be the little spoon for me, bro. Oh,
2: dreams are coming true one after the other, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Let me know when we start recording, okay?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not- yeah, yeah, hurt. sure, yeah. Hurt. Yeah, and uh, just so you know. You know, I mean, because it'll be November in St. Louis, it'll be cold out, so we're going to have to be uh, fully nude to uh, make sure our body heat keeps us warm.
3: Yeah, yeah, we're not bringing trash bags. That, that gets over. Sorry. No,
2: I was willing to entertain you to an extent, but now you're kind of pushing the fucking, Oh. you know, is there well, a lobster was,
3: involved? Was, is there a lobster yeah, he involved? Was telling, he was telling James and I before that he's willing to paint his toenails for you. Yeah. <laughs> They
0: helped. Well, okay. Uh, James, you're going to have to send Sean a photo of your shower curtain in the guest bathroom. So so Sean understands the relationship that Dwight and I have. I, I don't want to
3: see the fuck states. That's, that's
0: oh, no, 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 no. no. We, we are clothed on a public beach in Florida.
1: Florida. Yep.
0: Florida. Um, but uh, – for those that are listening that may not know, and for Sean, because you obviously don't know, uh, I have done a calendar for two years in a row, for 2022
2: and 2023. You the send, most spectacular calendars that send, anyone has ever had
0: the greatest like and send him a go calendar. I've got to order more calendars because my initial order of 2023 calendars is completely gone.
1: Unlike our podcast, we can't get people to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And we went out
3: with those monkey porn and the midget porn. Right. No, no,
2: we're like we might be long lost brothers, man. True story
3: we went to uh we went to Niagara Falls and then um New York. With uh, my wife's family. And so we're walking down on the street in New York City. And I see this guy, you know, one of the homeless guys, sitting there holding a sign. Okay, and most of the times you look at those and it's not a big deal, you know, uh, homeless, please help, you know, something like that. This guy, his <laughs> sign, I had to stop and take a picture. And I sent the picture to my sister and said, I found our long lost brother this dude was holding a sign that said, a homeless need money for weed and beer. <laughs> At least <you're... laughs> At least that motherfucker was honest. <laughs> I, right? I stopped and gave him 20 bucks.
0: There you go. Last time I was in Vegas in 2016 when I ran the gun shop there in Tennessee, there was a dude in Vegas on the strip with a sign that says, I'm not homeless. I just need money for beer and weed. <sighs> And <laughs> oh, did that motherfucker not have a grip of fucking money on him? Because Whoa. we were dressed to the nines going to the casinos. Uh, you know, we were wearing suits, tuxedos, whatnot. Yeah. Uh there was like six, seven of us in the party, and each of us gave this dude like twenty fucking bucks. Yep. Nice. It's like, there you go, bro. I I can I, I can totally least, get behind. Yeah, that. At least he's honest. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah.
3: exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I gave a guy. Thing, you
2: know, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say I gave a guy. I think I don't, I think I gave him five bucks you know, on the on a uh, off ramp on ninety five. Just the fact that he had a sign. that was about. He found a piece of cardboard that was about four feet by four feet. Versus these folks that. For, like, if, if you're truly homeless and you've all day in dumpster dive, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but you can find a a, a fucking a piece of paper or a piece of cardboard bigger than this 3x3 three three that I can't read, you know, from 10 feet away, dude. Like, this dude had a big old sign, and it was kind of like, listen, hard mm-hmm. up, trying to find some work, just need some money, da-da-da. And it was kind of, you know, it was like, you had a decent message, and you had a big enough sign where I could fucking read it, dude. Mm-hmm. Here, fucking good on you.
4: There you go. Right.
2: You know, with this shit, with these little fucking like index cards and shit, motherfucker. Really?
1: What the fuck yeah. away
2: from me. Yeah. Step it's
1: like you have two. to another be, two steps. Yeah. You you, you, you to stop. Get out and go read their card. No, fuck you.
2: Damn. <laughs> and yeah, another two steps to, 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 in my way. You, know, you, you know, my, my my car insurance is gonna fucking pay for it. Okay? So how about that? Y- yeah.
1: You're
0: telling me I've got to put my vehicle in park get out to read your fucking sign. Motherfucker. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. No right.
0: Daddy,
3: daddy don't play that.
0: Now I did, um, over the summer, uh, I was going to the VA cause I had an appointment and, uh, saw this dude with a sign. It's like, you know, uh, down on my luck, anything will help, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And, I mean, it was probably 110 degrees in Kansas City, so the humidity was shitty. Oh, yeah. I reached behind me, because I keep a case of water in the truck. I reached behind me, grab out a bottle of water. I'm like, hey, bro, it's not the coldest, but it's wet. And he gave me the, I mean, and he told me, he's like, bro, thanks, man. this, This is fucking awesome. And I'm like, that's cool. Right. You know, it's not like one of those. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this, man?
1: Right. It's fucking water. You,
0: right. you ain't got any soda in there. No, dude, I'm
1: drinking that. You ain't got bills. What the fuck? Yeah. No, motherfucker. I I huh? use a card for everything. It's like it's it's like you get ready to die because of the heat. I'm giving you a bottle of water. Yeah, and he appreciated it. That's cool.
0: Do you, you got Apple Square? I mean, can it? Can I slide a card? I mean, what? Can can I tap it? What what are we doing here? Right.
2: You want to stick your fingers in my ass too? I mean, what the fuck? Just trying
0: to be nice here. Don't hey, it, that sounds like a good oh, Saturday wow. night right there. Hey. Oh.
3: How much was a hamburger? Well, it was like twelve bucks. Boy, Lord, that's a lot
0: of money. How about a cents? <laughs> well, Nashville has no uh, income tax, so state income tax. So you know they can yes. they can afford those twelve dollar hamburgers.
3: Not me.
2: What's I'm not it, even you pay want... attention. <laughs> Somebody give me a handy while I'm eating a $12 hamburger for $12. Don't threaten
3: well, me in a good time. It depends on if you go to a Vietnamese restaurant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs>
2: He doesn't know, does he? No, (laughs) No, I think he does.
4: I do know. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. No. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you just threw me with the hamburger and the fucking (laughs) Vietnamese joint. Like, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like shrimp fried rice, you know, or something, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: just you just threw me. That's all. It's good. It's all good, brother.
1: See, (laughs) Dwight. No, I, 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 I get to, I got to give you a little heads up on Sean. Uh, back in high school, this motherfucker could bury you in a, in a fucking cut down challenge. Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. If 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 he was in the WWF when The Rock was trying to get his break. Yeah. The yeah. Rock, yeah. the Rock would be shit. Because Sean, <laughs> Sean would have buried his ass on the microphone.
3: Nice. <laughs> All right. the white. <laughs> I'm, 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 just, letting you, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> no, that's all good. Man. He's lying. I'm a good little Christian boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 look, I look forward to dueling with you. But like I said, just, I just did the math didn't matter. I was like, I go like to, to I go the, the Chinese joint and no, I go to the Chinese joint and order a hamburger and piss my dad off. dude. am like, what the fuck, you know, I I you was know, really finicky as a kid. But
3: anyway. Yeah. Well, we, James and I had a good friend of ours, Dorio, and Dorio to this day is still the only person I know. He's so tight with money.
2: What
1: he, was that?
3: I mean, literally, he could sit on a quarter and squeeze a booger out of George Washington's nose. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> a watermelon and spit out seeds.
1: Yeah. That's, that's why that's why he never yeah. come to our guys' trips yeah. in St. Louis because he wasn't gonna spend the money to go across the river to PTs and diamonds.
3: Yeah, he wasn't even spend the money for gas. No fuck no, he you, you, We could have we could have stopped and old schooled his ass. <laughs> exactly, and, and literally. You know, pulled up in a white van with pantyhose on our faces, and you know, told his wife Kimmy, "We love you. We'll have him back by you know, uh, two o'clock, you know, Sunday afternoon." Yep. Dude, he would not have gone with us because he had to pay for food other than his fucking ramen noodles that he hadn't the it. Yep.
1: Damn. Wow. Damn. And you know what? Kim would have been glad for him to be gone for that weekend. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yep. She'd have paid us to take him.
0: Now, I know <laughs> Dwight's Kim will be happy. Uh, she'll be jealous that he'll get to spend the weekend with me. Because they so got you, a brand new shower curtain for their master bathroom. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the tile's not on. Ah. My tile my tile my, dude, my tile guy he got he, he's he's fucking excellent, dude. The guy's a fucking a master dude, but he's he got an infection in his leg right after the storm. Went out and had to walk Ooh. through some water. And he's been fucked up and the antibiotics and the whole thing so he's been doing like it's been dragging out and dragging out i mean it looks fucking beautiful dude and you know as soon as it's done as soon as it's done and the shower curtain goes on i got the rod the shower curtain i got everything ready to go as soon as it's done i'm gonna send you a picture and you're more than welcome to put it up on the video but, it, uh, it, well it, i'm I, I
3: gonna make it a very shower. special my, photograph yeah i won't show you my master shower my master shower is actually walk through and it's big enough for the four of us and about with our wives and probably about four other people
0: bro yep now l- let me throw this out there to you. I uh-huh. Wayne uh he had his house built, uh, given to him by uh Homes for Our Troops. And it is okay, a one hundred percent ADA compliant home. His okay. shower from the outside, he sets the temperature. Oh, and it's nice. his shower is as big as my brother's like three quarter bathroom in his master suite. I mean it is that fuck it's big enough for him if Wayne is sitting in a in a wheelchair he can roll in easily with the body sprays and everything and be able to shower and I mean I it's it's an amazing fucking shower. He did a um cuz I was with him in Boston when he was talking with um homes for our troops uh, before oh. they awarded him the home. And it was just like, you know, like what the floors, like what the floors he wants and the the tile that he wants and the cabinets and yada, yada. And I I hadn't seen his home since they built it. And he did a, a video tour of it. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that That's shower awesome. is fucking amazing. And then he pans over to the, Whirlpool jacuzzi tub that's big enough for like three four people, and Wayne was i want to say he was like six five before the accident, and now he's like six four six three um but i mean he's he's the nicest fucking dude I've ever known, and he is one hundred percent a true brother for life his master bedroom he's got a california king size bed he can lay on the side and like i said he's 64 lay on the side with his head against the bed and not touch the wall all the way around his fucking bed
1: nice
3: well it, wait wait till you come to Nashville i won't tell you anymore about my house wait till
0: <laughs> you come to Nashville <laughs> i can't fucking wait I mean, you said earlier, you said, what, Vince Neal is like 15 minutes away from you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, the same
3: guy that services our pool services his. Yeah. And he said, Vince is a very nice guy. He's sitting out there drinking a beer. He said, but Vince would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> he said, I'm trying to get all this stuff done. and will get everything serviced and get it done so we can move on. we got people waiting. He said, Vince was so nice He offered us beer and stuff like that, but he would not shut up and let us do our job. <laughs>
1: so that's so cool so if we go to nashville what did maybe we need to go crash vince's house and say hey what's up that's right what's up brother yeah uh you know what
3: where are are all the girls girls girls
1: yeah Yeah.
3: i'll be right back oh
1: yeah okay Uh, Nikki's uh, uh, nicky's here with the heroin
3: now i don't need all that no no when i I was on the other side of the pool
0: (laughs) when i was stationed out in southern california uh i went up to hollywood and I searched out this 7th Veil strip club. You know, it's one of the clubs that they talk about in the uh, song Girls Girls Girls. Girls, Girls.
3: Girls yeah, 7th
0: That is one of the worst fucking strip clubs I've ever been to in my life.
3: Now, they don't have those in St. Louis, so we don't have anything to worry about.
0: I had better... Then, f- <laughs> I went to a better fucking strip but, club that was 18 and over in Springfield than the 7th Veil in Hollywood, California. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have. So Are you talking about Roxy's or PT's? No, um, God, what was that? Place or the
3: called? one on uh, was on a Carney. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it was outside of town, like uh, the we western side of Springfield. Oh, Venus yeah. Club. Yeah, Venus. Oh, yeah, God. that's yeah,
3: okay. Okay. <laughs> no, that was yeah. bad. i not Right,
0: right. That was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad place, but it, it was, was better than the Seventh Vale. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I bounced at
3: Roxy's for a while.
0: Now, oh, yeah. pink Cadillac. That that was that was my jam. That used to be the shit back in the day. But then again, I also started dating a dancer that worked at Pink Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: that
0: when,
3: helps. My
0: cousin did that. Actually, married a girl. Uh, Chaz's ex fucking sucker punched me in the face. Um, when we were in bed. And I couldn't get up to do anything because I was naked and her three year old daughter was in the room. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't getting out of bed naked
1: with a three year old girl. But at, but at band practice, yeah. he showed up big, big old fucking shy and her cut out his fucking eye and talked about getting sucking punches. Like, weren't you in the Marine Corps? What the fuck? Those yeah, well, we dudes.
3: all get sucker sometimes. <laughs> But, you know, I know a guy that knows a guy that's Italian that can fix that shit for you.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a guy that, that knows a guy. Well, That, that knows a um, fucking guy. Um, th- this guy was
0: such a piece of shit and such a little bitch that... Uh, he went over to the police station because this happened in Aurora, Missouri and the police station and the fire department and the EMTs. It was all, and the sheriff's room was all one fucking location. He went wow. over there before I got there and he was trying to press charges on me. I showed up, I just threw on a pair of shorts, uh, tennis shoes and I had a t-shirt over my shoulder because my face, I look like Ric Flair after a Flair, uh, Dusty Roads match. I Ridge had range. that. Yeah, I had that much fucking color on my face. And so, what uh, he
3: was trying to claim is, you punched him in the fist with your face. Is that what you're saying?
0: It, he was saying <laughs> that I punched him in the chest, and then he hit me. But I looked at him, and with the sheriff was right there. I'm like, motherfucker, if I was gonna hit you, I would hit you in the fucking throat. Or in the balls, and you would yeah. not be here, and I'd be still walking a mud hole in your fucking ass. Right, right. Yeah, I'd still be sitting on the front porch smoking your cigarette, waiting for the cops to show up. The sheriff was like, I have a good mind to put you guys in the back of a car, take you to the county line, drop you off, and let you have your fucking ways. And I'm like, I'm fucking game. Let's yeah, get put it me on. Down. And the guy's yep. like, "Oh, I can't. I've got sand in my vagina, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, yeah, that's, "That's what I thought, yep. bitch."
3: Yeah. So I'm once back, you take I'm him back. to CBS uh, <laughs> or Walgreens and get him some pads, because he's got right. vaginal swelling and, Mid- and his pussy hurts. <laughs> right. And some mydol. Here, take this. <laughs> yeah, go, call yes, in the yeah. 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 Don't
0: call me in the morning. <laughs>
3: However, your ex girlfriend she don't have to call either because she'll be laying right here,
0: right? Um, and that was
2: mouthful of me. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and and I tell you, I mean, if you've never dated a dancer, or if you ever have, I mean, it's just it is the biggest ego boost ever to know that you're dating an adult dancer i chick that's, never done that. A chick that takes her clothes off for a living in front of other dudes, and she chose you.
3: Well, I did date a one that wore body paint. Remember, James? Uh,
0: he <laughs> would answer you, but he had to go refill. Oh, okay. His okay. scotch is empty.
3: I see. You'll have to ask him about the body paint. Um, so... Anyway, I won't get into the story until he gets back. <laughs> uh, I don't get sick very often at all. Yeah. At all. And so this one time. I mean, I was I was sick to death. I mean, I'm laying in bed. I, I say that, uh, but let me preface that. We would randomly get calls at the house all times of the day and night. <laughs> guys and girls. Is Brittany there? Is Brittany there? No, she doesn't live here. You guys got the wrong number. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So I am usually a very nice, very patient, friendly guy until you piss me off. So I'm in bed. I've got, you know, I take all the phones out of the room, everything. The phone is in the living room, and I only left it on in case, you know, my wife was trying to get a hold of me or something like that. I mean, I'm I'm laying in bed. I feel like I'm going to die. The phone rings. I get up, race down the hall. I answer the phone. And it's this, this guy calling for Brittany again. He says, is Brittany there? I'm like, yeah, she's here, but she can't come to the phone right now because she's got my dick in her mouth. Click. Dude, no more calls for Brittany. Nice! No more calls for
4: Brittany.
0: So. <laughs> oh, man. So, that... James, are you you back, right? No, he's not back yet.
3: Oh, no, I thought you should was back.
0: Okay. No, no. Um... That that ranks up with the whole answer in the phone, uh, you stab and we slap him. <laughs> That's right. Um, now the the greatest is when I got out of the Marine Corps and I moved back to Missouri and we had the band going and we would be in Buffalo, Chris and I, and He Who Shall Not Be Named, we would call out to Jameses out here, and they were still on a fucking party line. And this was like oh nineteen ninety six and it's like what the oh. fuck? I mean You're we're talking about two thousand and six. You know Come on, I know where he lives. Yeah, I mean you know, we're watching pay per view you know, wrestling pay per views and shit and then we got a power party line going on. What the yeah, fuck he, he just got he just got actual internet instead of the
3: dial up like three years ago.
0: No he didn't. And yeah, he's still waiting on his Elon fucking uh Starnet. Starlink, Starlink. Starlink. Starlink.
1: I'm sorry, Starlink.
0: That's right. There's no terminators yeah. coming out here.
1: I don't have no. I don't have no fucking high speed internet here except for my fucking phone.
0: <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying. It was all
3: dial up up until like two or three years ago. Eww. Cause you're way out there looking the heat off with the plane with a
1: chicken. I, I, I give up, I give up the dial up because it was twenty dollars that just pissed me the fuck off. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll hotspot my phone. That's 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 better. You can't jerk you know, off to dial up, man. <laughs>
3: that's right I mean I, I could not yeah, do but that you could, you, yeah. could,
1: you could jerk off to your you could jerk off to your Verizon 4 4G LTE
3: oh yeah well that's down, longer. Yeah,
1: yeah James, James would
3: download the video it may take him three days to do it
1: but that's why I got it we become a harsh on James after he went out of the fucking
3: roof yeah it, 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 you, that
0: somebody didn't pick up on the party line miss jones oh yeah what are you wearing i've got this nice little sundress with flowers Uh, god damn it mrs jones hang up the phone
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i'll tell you what the best thing about party lines was you like you like picked up that earpiece and you kept and you kept your finger on the button did you picked it up and you listened you're like going okay, the two sisters are talking shit again. What the fuck? God damn it. <laughs> and then you'd be sitting there and they'd hear you breathe and they're like going, Get off this! This is a private conversation! They get a yeah, private fucking be like, phone number! No, it's not! You're on a party line!
0: <laughs>
1: what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So that's where I'd be like,
3: let's try something new, ladies.
1: Yeah. How about you just shut the fuck up and hang up the phone so I can use this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I remember when I was when I was a kid. I mean, back serious party line. Back when I was a kid, when we had a emergency situation, family member dying or something, you know, we go to call so, a family member in Kansas or whatever. We'd pick up the phone and there'd be people on the line, and it's like, "Hey, we got a family emergency. Could you hang the fuck up?" And they'd hang up, and then we'd. Dial 10 digits to fucking Kansas and take half an hour to finally get connected or whatever, you know. Yeah. But damn. But you know what I like about it? Somebody pulls up my driveway. They're either coming to visit, or they're coming to visit my brother or my daughter. Or
3: they're coming to repossess something.
1: Or they're getting <laughs> they're shot. To die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: trespassers get shot once survivors get shot twice
0: yeah (laughs) i mean when you live far enough out and
1: i mean that's the reason i have a 357 magnum and a shoulder holster because i sleep naked and dwight knows this I sleep he naked, I, dude. I, I still <laughs> so, so, so got I sleep, vivid
2: visuals of it. Yeah, yeah I sleep naked. I that. If you
1: come beating on my door <laughs> at three or four o'clock in the morning, you you gonna get met with crazy naked man with a .357 and a shoulder holster.
2: See now, now a couple podcasts ago, Matt was <laughs> talking about remaking remaking Blazing Saddles. I think we could. I think there's a dirty dirty Harry remake here.
3: Nah. No. 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 Oh, there you go.
2: Naked, naked James with a 357 well, and a shoulder holster. Dude, I'm I'm I'm. Go Le- fund me. <laughs> dot com, dude. I'm in, dude. Don't I'm, I'm it, thinking.
1: Man. I'm thinking. Lethal yeah. weapon. Hey, if there's if, if, if yeah, there, yeah, there you go. If, if the zeros mount up past the the one, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
3: yeah, yeah
2: hey, James, you know, we James
1: talking we, we talking seven James seven eight figures. I'm yeah, in. man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, it James, depends on where
3: the is, right?
2: James Stewart yeah. no, and Samuel L. Jackson.
1: <laughs> there it's you go. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, well, what would be funny is this, you know, he just did it with, like, a, you know, a Clint Eastwood movie and uh, what was the one with Burt Reynolds making Squill? Uh, I can't remember. The name. Oh, deliverance. oh, Deliverance. Deliverance, deliverance yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, Clint Eastwood meets Deliverance. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel lucky, Pump? Do you?
1: Or just make him <laughs> make him make him squeal, <laughs> Bubba. Make him squeal. Yep. Get that look. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
3: somebody got, grab the. Somebody grabbed the turpentine and the Vaseline. I think we're gonna need both.
1: We got ball shrimp and shrimp kebabs. I bet that guy on my cruise. Seriously. He he, he was really? I mean I mean he had the lip the whole nine yards. He was a big big black guy. But he'd been uh-huh. a chef on cruise ships and on ships that went out to to the oil derks and all that shit. Yeah. And we got to talking to him one night by mistake. Well, it wasn't by mistake. That's the cool thing about smoking. When you, when you go up to the smoking deck on a cruise ship or you go outside on a hotel or whatever, and there's people out there, you strike up a conversation. Right. I have some of the most interesting conversations just going out to smoke. This guy got talking, and we just got to sit there and listen. Because he was from New Orleans, and we couldn't understand half of what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Especially if he's Cajun. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He, no, he, yeah, he was... He, he was fucking New He'd been working on these boats. He's like, yeah, I told that, boy. You know, when you go out there to throw that slop bucket off the side, you need to make sure that somebody knows where you at. He said that, but he didn't do it. He went out there and threw that slop bucket off. And I went back down we the next the day. I went back down the next day, and they're like, "Going, well, where's your cook? And I was like, I don't know. He was here last night. And, da, 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 da. and finally found him. Cause he threw that slot bucket, and the wind caught him and shoved him off the ship too. <laughs> oh, wow. was like, uh, I mean, he had he had all kinds of stories about shit like that. It's like, you know, I mean, it was it was cool. But we just sat there and listened to him. It's like, that's cool. Yep, yep. Oh no, fuck! The motherfuckers got to listen to you. Yep, 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 yep. That was our that was our part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But I like, I like talking to those people like that. Oh, I do too. And my,
3: my wife and my son are both like, you can talk to anybody about anything. And yep. I'm, just, I'm one of those people that people automatically approach me as well. And I'm not intimidated to start striking up a conversation mm. with anyone. And No,
1: why shouldn't I'm you like, be? You're,
3: well, right. right. And I'm like, you know, I don't care if you're a neurosurgeon. I don't care if you're... You know the prime minister of some foreign country or some dignitary, I don't care you know, if you're a cop, I don't care if you're the homeless person.
1: And truth right. be told,
3: i probably have a better conversation with the homeless person, because I know he's not feeding me
1: a line of shit, but he's not nothing right. to lose. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, that, that's what I was talking about with, you know, with the smoking and, you know, this shrine organization I belong to, I mean, you know, we travel, uh, we go to hotels and everything, but but when you're in the group, everybody kind of, like, stays in their own little group. You know, you stay with your colleagues <throat> and yeah. stuff like that. But when you go out to smoke, you're out there and see half a dozen guys, and you walk out, and and my opening line is, like, okay, this is where the cool kids hang out. And I'm like, hell, oh, hell, yeah. <laughs> and you start talking. And it's like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from fucking Mississippi. I'm from fucking Florida. I'm from fucking I'm from fucking Panama, you know. And you just get talking to people, and it's fucking cool. I mean, I, Panama I, City, Florida? Or? <laughs> no, pa- Panama, Panama, in Panama, 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 sure. Panama. You know,
4: because
1: yeah. this organization goes from Canada all the way down to Panama. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean the last uh, feast fire I went to in a. Uh, minneapolis i was partying with the guys from mexico city
3: that's
1: cool yeah yeah it's just yeah i mean it's a fucking cool thing you know you use because it gives you a whole different perspective on shit because oh, yeah. we get you know we get you know if you if you get on facebook and whatever and everything Oh my God! Democrats are your fucking are the devil, or Republicans are the fucking Satan, and blah 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 blah. No, I don't fucking Americans. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's but like but when you but you but you meet people from foreign countries? Everybody wants the same thing. Everybody well, wants. And I
3: agree with you. Everybody wants I'm to be sorry, fucking happy. Yeah. Yes, and it's it's like me. I mean, politics for me is a different thing. You know, yes, the Democrats are the devil, but, um, you know, <laughs> skin color, you know, it doesn't matter to me. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, you know, we all believe red. And when it comes down to it, I mean, if your life's on the line or your kid's life or your wife or somebody that you care about is on the operating table and they're dying, you're going to tell me you're not going to take, you know, an Asian man's blood or you're not going to take a black girl's blood to all save right. their life? Yep. Ooh. Are you gonna crack?
1: mm mm-hmm. You don't
3: care at the time. You don't care where that blood
0: comes from but as long as
3: it's going to save your or their lives.
1: Cause, cause well, we
3: don't
0: I don't know. I mean, if the blood is coming out of the vagine, I don't know if I want that blood like in my blood.
2: Yeah, there might be clots.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, there could be. I
0: guess it's that time of the month. It depends.
1: Right? But, but, but 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 I understand what you're saying, Sean. If it's coming out of that bag, yeah, that yeah. blood's all fucking red. It don't matter.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. As yeah, long as it's the right type, you know. Right, a, exactly. B or O, it doesn't does it matter.
0: Hey, do you think that so, that that person that's trying to kill another person gives a shit whether they're Republican, Democrat, independent, uh gay, straight, male, female, black, white, Asian, whatever? No. Yeah. You have to
3: be a really <laughs> bigoted, self-centric individual to
2: what, uh, that's the thing too. They, they they travel try to label things hate crimes. Man, isn't every crime yeah. a hate crime, dude?
3: Yeah, it not matter point, what color yes,
2: you, you are, who you are, it. man. Yeah. If it's rape yeah. or murder or fucking, if I mug you or you mug me or fucking whatever the fuck, man. Like yeah, because you there's, ha- there's there's, there's you a f- level of hate involved or Hades, something. Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, you what? Know, I mean, what the fuck. I mean, seriously, so we, if, if, if if you didn't hate somebody. Would you hurt them physically? Physically, unless you got paid for it, like in a. Wait, wait a minute. Like, based like, on like, this like, analogy, like,
3: every like time it, my wife
1: like in a. Go ahead. I mean, you wouldn't physically go out and hurt somebody unless you got paid for it, like in an MMA fight, right? Or well, a Muay Thai that fight, analogy, or, so every, or yeah. you know. But 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 when you hurt that motherfucker in that Muay Thai fight or that MMA fight, and you beat them, what's the first thing you're gonna do? You're gonna help them up if right. they if they can stand. Yeah. You know you you gotta help them. You get you're gonna show them respect.
3: Well, respect yeah, regardless. You know, and good sportsmanship and everything right. else. The guy showed up, you know, in the ring to fight you right. and win, lose or draw. You know, there's something about sportsmanship to be said, but what I was, I didn't mean to interrupt earlier. My point was, it's based on your analogy and the hate crimes and everything else. So every time my wife has sex with me, we're calling that a mercy hump. Is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: well, you know, it's kind of like Joe Rogan said on one of his latest uh, comedy routines. He's like, my wife don't want to fuck me anymore. He said, "I'm not saying she won't, because if she did, I'd I'd fucking rape her." And he goes, and people say, "Who?" He's like, "No, no, no." He said, "I wouldn't rape my wife." That's that's the fucking joke, you motherfuckers. That's that I'm, I'm telling a lie. He goes, "No, I just hold her down and and fuck her butt cheeks." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's well, kind of like,
3: man, man. you know, Michael Jackson, man. all that shit coming out about Michael Jackson and all this other stuff, and, right. you know, him wanting to start buck holes, and then Macaulay Culkin coming out saying, you know what, he didn't do anything inappropriate with me. I never saw him do anything inappropriate at all, you know, the, the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. come on, let's face it. I'm not a pedophile, but if I was. Macaulay Colkin would be the first kid I'm fucking. You know why? We've all seen Home alone You know how? You know you know how little hard that fucker is to catch. I'd be a star.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Rocky tracing a fucking chicken. No chicken. shit. That's yeah. Come here, come
1: here, <laughs> come here, If you can, if you can catch that chicken, you can catch Creed. <laughs> God damn. (laughs) This is gonna be a podcast that puts us over. There it is. There you
0: go. Oh Oh, mercy. So how about uh so how about Pantera? (laughs) Fuck yeah. You know, I, I got to thinking about this as I was driving down from Kansas City uh yesterday that there's no way that this tour could have happened 20 years ago or or 20 better yet let's go 25 years ago this tour could not have happened pantera was at the top of their game they were the fucking juggernaut and after the fiasco of the metallica guns and roses tour they weren't co metallica wasn't co-headlining with anybody I mean, they, they played a couple of Lala uh, mm-hmm. but they didn't co-headline with anybody after that.
2: Well, you, you,
0: yeah, Den you Rosa might have thing.
2: found them at a, you might you <clears throat> might have found them at the same uh, festival or something.
0: Like that. Right, but that, it was a festival;
3: it wasn't a headline tour.
0: Nobody yeah, was exactly. right, I mean, the only person, the only group, the only band that could follow Pantera during their fucking heyday was Ozzy during OzFest. Because Pantera put on one hell of a fucking show. I saw them open for Skid Row in 1992. Skid Row was on their Slave to the Grind tour. Pantera was promoting um, Far Beyond Driven. Then I saw them in 1996 Pantera headlined the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California, and they were still promoting Far Beyond Driven. And that fucking place was sold the fuck out. White Zombie was on their last tour, but you you couldn't follow Pantera. Right. And then I yeah, saw, I saw Pan-
2: Pantera, Pantera fucking headlines from far beyond driven they did a co-headline with with zombie i think yeah which was i think they they, they were the zombie came off first though but i'm sorry i cut you off there we're just, we're even, you're gonna go no, with i mean
0: you know i i saw them in 92 i saw them in 96 and then i saw them in 99 in phoenix for uh Ozzfest.
1: the fact the fact that metallica is willing to go on after Pantera on this deal? Oh, God. Yeah. Is. It shows
3: that James Hetfield still has his balls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. James Hatfield's like, going, okay, we can perform after Pantera, even though Dime's not there. Vinny's not there. Vinny's not there. Or, but yeah. still, it's fucking, it's still Pan- fucking Pantera. Exactly. That, I mean, that's kudos to me, to Metallica. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, I mean, I understand that they're the biggest metal band, thrash metal band that's ever lived. I mean, I they, mean they, they put Slayer, Anthrax. Megadeth. 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 In the dust.
0: Oh yeah, you they know? left him in well, the dust.
1: I, that's
3: one of the bands I was going to say that surprised me. I, I'm a huge Megadeth fan.
1: Oh, I am too. And I saw yeah. them,
3: uh, saw them at the Fox Theater in St. Louis. I want to say it was '98 or '99. And dude, they blew the wolf oh, yeah. off that place for like yeah. almost that- three hours. I mean, they took a quick break, grabbed you know something to drink, and probably you know micturated a little bit, and you know came back and. I mean, went right back into smashing it. And I was like, holy
1: who, hell. Who, 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 who Megadeth, that? Oh, okay, Megadeth. Right. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, I, I always loved Megadeth. In fact, if if you got to draw me down balls to it, which is my favorite band between Megadeth and Metallica, it'd almost be Megadeth. It's funny, because I'm the same way. You know, now man, I mean, so love like, Metallica.
0: Don't get me wrong. I both yeah, of them, yes. but now for the Big Four, my favorite has always been and will always be Anthrax. Anthrax to me has been the, in, in my opinion, the best Big Four band. Um, because it's when they. Fired Joey and they got John Bush from Armored Saint. Their sound got fucking heavier. Oh, yeah. And then Joey came back into the band and I don't know how this motherfucker's vocals were better than they were back in the 80s. Right. Because he had to try harder. Well, But, I mean, he still sounded fucking amazing. And the fact that when James and I saw... Uh, Anthrax and Black Label they had put uh, only from uh, Sound of White Noise uh, John Bush's first album that song is now in their set list it's just like okay that that's showing me
1: that it's it's all good that, was a, that was a fuck you to Scott <laughs> <laughs> because Joey's like oh you want Rid of me because we could do the heavier sound. And I just proved to you that I could do that fucking sound. Well, and the um and John Bush was great. Oh yeah. John Bush Arrow was great.
0: The um YouTube series leading up to uh Anthrax's XL album. Um and it was like their fortieth anniversary release or whatnot. And it was, they were talking to past members and every other, everybody else that was involved with the band and everything. And, you know, it came to Sound of White Noise and they were talking to John and not Joey. And, um, you know, and the fact that they did the song Ball of Confusion that had Joey Belladonna and John Bush singing vocals on it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You
3: know, so, man, I don't know you very well, I mean, at all. But the White and I were talking about online and when you said the big four, yeah, you know, we, we thought the White and I both thought you were gonna say Rick James.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rick James, bitch.
3: Rick James James Brown
0: in the football force back, myself. Oh, 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 you're talking James Brown. No, um, Rick James and James Brown, both. You know, either one.
3: They're kind of synonymous with each other. You know. Well, I mean, black, Rick Black Funk. You know.
0: Right, but Not Rick Roy James was more disco. Yeah, where yeah, kind of, yes. the James Godfather is of Soul, the hardest mm-hmm. working man in show business. Wow. Oh. That's because nobody could understand what the fuck he was saying. All right.
3: You know, even his bandmates, if oh. He'd oh. the list and they'd be breaking out, it up, it up. and they're like, "What the hell is James saying?" I don't know, but just wait.
1: Just keep, just keep playing. We're getting paid. Just keep playing. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie yeah. Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yep, gonna get in hot tub. <laughs> Hi.
3: <laughs> Sorry, that took us a little off track there. Sorry about that.
0: Um, <laughs> speaking of that, That's what um, we do. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. I thought played an amazing James Brown in the uh biopic uh Get On Up.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I haven't seen that. I've yeah, uh, not seen that. it's pretty good. Um but I mean and that that says something about Chadwick Boseman because he did like Black Panther and Get On Up and Forty Two and uh Duh, Five Bloods, uh, Ma Rainey, uh, he did all those movies with stage four colon cancer. Wow! And I did not know that nobody knew. You know, and and with the Marvel movies, you know, they, it was a hundred percent that everybody had to stay in shape, and mm-hmm. he's going through chemo, and nobody knew except for his wife. Wow. His wife wow. was the only one that knew that he had stage four cancer.
3: That, that is. is amazing. We're talking about other people. Hey, you, know, they, 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 you pulled it off. I, I thought... Yeah. Go ahead. Nah,
2: Jamie Fox when he, he did it off, Ray. Man. I thought it was oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Uh, the fact that Ray Charles... Because Ray was still alive when Jamie Foxx yeah, did uh, mm. that Ray. movie. And... The fact that Ray Charles, without being able to see Jamie Foxx, was like, "Yeah, that's that's the guy." Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, and he filled in some of those vocals you know, yeah. himself. Well, so, I mean, just to, I um, mean,
0: that's singing something. Jamie Foxx lip synced everything in the movie, mm-hmm. um, but he played, like, physically played the piano, because I mean, you know, a player can play, and. What? Yeah. Jamie Foxx went to uh, Juilliard, but to get that that Ray Charles sound in your vocals, yeah, I mean, the, you, you just that, yeah, you can't mm. do it. I'm sorry, it's not possible. I,
3: know I can't, but I can't carry a tune in a bucket. So there we have it.
0: And you live in Music City, USA. Yeah, I write. I write.
3: Hence the two songs I sent you guys earlier. But I, I can't carry a tune in the bucket.
0: Well, I mean, I mean I've mean, i written a song, and the lyrics are pretty fucking awesome. Yep. But getting the sound, we just can't do it. Because A, he who shall not be named will never be welcome on Seward Hill. Nope. Uh, B, Pip, obviously doesn't want anything to do with us and nobody else is uh has the huevos
1: pip we'll just call him out yeah james parker why in the fuck, why in the fuck am i not on your facebook anymore brother we just want to get the band back together, james man. parker be shit <laughs> Come call him out. Don't Just be a David Lee Ross or a <laughs> in, in
0: the immortal words of Donald Duck Dunn in the greatest movie ever made, The Blues Brothers, we had a sound powerfulness to purr, powerful enough to turn goat piss into gasoline. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. I'd forgotten that. that
0: oh, oh, uh, be advised. That uh I do have the Blues Brothers tattooed on my stomach. It's uh, it's it's bigger now than it used to be. Yeah, it is. It uh, is.
3: Yeah, you don't have the Royal Orbison tattoo on your ass like Henry Recon and Waterboy, right?
1: No. No, no. Okay. You got the Ruth Brothers. Oh well, I don't know. Brothers.
0: I've got Tanakh and my brother has <laughs> uh D tattooed on his butt and we put her, when we put our butt cheeks together it says Tenacious D.
3: Oh, well, one, one shower curtain oh. at a time, please.
0: Yes, yeah, thank you.
3: Yeah, I was always afraid to get a tattoo, because I'd get one that said mom, and it'd be spelled wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my tattoo says mom. No, it says wow. No, it says mom. No, it says wow. <laughs> no, it'd be M-A-W <laughs> apostrophe M or something. I don't know. Me, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> mom? Mom. Mom. <laughs>
1: That's why you never get an Asian tattoo.
3: Yeah.
1: What what they tell you what it smells it's probably something totally different. That's
4: yep. right. Yep. It means it strength. Means something no, su- no, motherfucker. It's it
1: sucks. means super. Yeah, yeah strength. Yeah. It's like, no, it means dumb motherfucker that sucks cock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think it means strength, and it means I like it in the butt. That's what it means. Right. <laughs> Yo, this
0: this says knowledge. No, it doesn't, bro. It, sees, it says egg foo young. <laughs> Cream is some young guy. Comes, comes, yeah, some come, y- some y- y- <laughs> come to
3: That's all the buddies, exactly what I got. Um Get so <laughs> when I
0: was in Florida, um I'm I I love a pedicure. I'm not going to lie. I I love a little Asian woman playing with my feet, cutting my nails. Dude, we got to go to everything. Thailand. Then. Um so I tell Dwight, I'm like, "Hey bro, I'm stealing your wife one afternoon." We're going to get pedicures, and he's like, "Well, I'll go." So talk to him into getting a pedicure, and it doesn't sound good at all. Well, his wife sat between <laughs> well,
2: yeah, us. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I wasn't convinced as easily. As he didn't make it sound.
0: Yeah, uh, his wife was between minutes. us. Like, oh. But the best part about it was, you know, because <laughs> Kim's English is nowhere broken whatsoever. And the the ladies working on her feet, they start talking amongst themselves, and then Kim starts talking to them. Now, to look yep, at right Kim, in the of shit. <laughs> yeah, to look at Kim, you could definitely tell. Okay, she's Vietnamese, but they didn't see it that way, and they were talking, and Kim got into their conversation, and they immediately like buttholes puckered up fucking pooping out a diamond from a uh, lump of coal like tightened up like airtight sphincters it was like oh my god they know what we're talking about
3: well yeah, right. we went to we went to Thailand on a missions trip and you know we were talking earlier I used to fight and we tied Master Tong uh, started this foundation called ones and when I was in St. Louis we sponsored an orphanage over in Thailand and so um we get over there, and they have foot rubs. And, I mean, literally, they almost fight, you know, who gets to do it. You'd be walking down the street, and within, like, a small, short block, there's probably four or five of these places that, you know, they, they do these foot rubs. Seven bucks, they massage your feet, your calves, your your shoulders, and your head for, like, an hour. Oh. Well, was, you missed <laughs> the money spot. It was, <laughs> yeah. You worked all it around was, it. it was yeah, thank you. But it was it was awesome. But the first time we did it, yeah, the first time we did it, we went to this little place around uh, down from our hotel, and I had this old uh, Thai lady. I mean, she was old enough to be my grandmother. And Matt, you and Dwight haven't met me, but I'm in fairly decent shape. And uh, so she's massaging my calves, and oh my God, her hand strength. I swear she probably could have grabbed an apple and crushed it with her hand. Oof. She's massaging my calves, and I'm like, oh! And, you know, I like that deep <laughs> tissue massage. Oh, yeah, and it hurt she's me. She's hitting, hitting these pressure points, and she's like, I'm like, holy shit. I mean, she's making me jump out of the chair. She's oh, you're very tense. I'm like, oh, you're very
0: strong.
4: <laughs>
0: so, holy
3: crap.
0: Speaking of that, uh, last time I was in Afghanistan, Before coming home, uh, there was in uh, Bagram Air Base, there was a barbershop and um, there was they did massages, you know, and it it was like uh, basically a back and shoulder massage. Um, But all these all the women were from the Ukraine. And there was this lady, I swear her name was Helga. And she could fucking bench press uh,
1: a Panzer tank because she separated the muscle from the bone.
0: Oh my god! When she put her hands on your shoulders and started working your back after wearing body armor for days on end, it was just like, oh my god, I was having my mind. <laughs>
3: yeah, starts cracking your spine with the, oh. massaging your shoulders.
0: And I've never, I've never met anybody in the states. That had the the strength to get into my legs because I have seventeen and a half inch calves, and they're not fat. I mean, they are fucking muscle. And I've ne- since I've left Afghanistan, I never had anybody fucking be able to massage my calves like Helga did, and I'm. Constantly in search of that, and no dude wants to touch my legs because I mean, I got amazing legs. I'm just gonna say, this is well, what yeah.
3: you wish, James or... said he's gonna send us pictures of you and Pomps later.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why you don't already have those, but uh,
3: well, uh, I, you know, I don't know on social media at all, I have no Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Oh, I was just gonna say, send, like send me your email.
0: Yeah, I'll send you the email. Yeah, i can get you that.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah give a, me an email, address. Yeah. I'll hook you up.
0: Dwight may or may not have a uh, shower curtain Didn't of me in shorty shorts, <laughs> fishnets, and combat boots. <sighs> my cousin,
3: my cousin, Mike, was a couple years older than me, and we were best friends growing up. And we were always playing practical jokes on each other. So one. wasn't... One year for his birthday, I got him this elephant underwear that in the front of it had the elephant's face and his trunk is where you inserted your junk. Nice. So I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah.
2: If I was wearing it, it just looked like a handicapped elephant.
3: Yeah, yeah. Had his tusk and his trunk removed.
2: <laughs> Not <never> removed.
3: <clears throat> just, just muted. Well, you know, it's like my wife told, her, told me to give her six inches and make it hurt. So I fucked her three times and hit her in the head with a brick. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and give it a tug, sis, but step back because we're not sure how big it's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they call me Sweet Nick Willie.
2: Talk dirty Hi. to me. I'm like Pinocchio telling a string of lies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. i yeah. thought it was maybe because you uh you like to dip your, your your junk into pure cane sugar but you know we'll we'll go with your story from hawaii
4: who are you talking to <laughs> Me. Um,
0: i'll let you, you guys decide that
3: yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. we got married in hawaii actually on the beach at sunset it was awesome very very beautiful i can live there i think Hmm. James, you're being awfully quiet. You passed out, or you just got your...
1: your mouth no, I'm just I, I, I listening, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, you just you just wait. Uh, in November, when we all meet up in St. Louis, um, now granted, when we when we first all meet, it's going to be a short period of time before we have to head over to the dome to see fucking Mammoth WVH open the weekend of fucking fun followed by the celebration of Pantera yeah. and then the juggernauts known as Metallica. Then... Where are we,
2: where are we staying in St. Louis?
0: So there's an Airbnb basically across the street from the dome. and nice. um. So it's we can get
2: completely shitty and just stumble home yeah
0: it yes. for eight people, it breaks down to about 55 bucks a night okay and uh one of the reviews for the Airbnb was from a traveling rugby team, and it, it's it's an old warehouse, but everybody on the team had their own bed
3: they're midgets, but they had their own bed.
0: Well, I mean that—that that would have been a two-bedroom suite, but you know, whatever. It's, a man. No, it's
2: just keeps it's getting hotter for me.
0: <laughs> ah, that's what I'm talking about. Bring us uh, the shower curtains. <laughs> no, don't bring shower curtains. There you go. We gotta conserve water. We've—we've we've all gotta uh, bathe together. I mean, Dwight remembers yep. the rain tree showers in boot camp.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Look, looking look around the room. Realizing everybody else is small too, and then the brothers walk in dragging their shit. Like,
3: all right, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the sand like a slug. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, y'all, y'all, need some more water. Shit. Go, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, y'all, we, y'all, look like you the one guy. Shit, we, I,
2: I, <laughs> I was in boot camp with the one guy, man, and he was like, "Oh man, they're giving us soft gear and they're fucking our dicks up and all this stuff," and I haven't gotten the heart on. I'm like. Dude, we're in a terrifying situation with 60 other guys, man. Why are you worried
0: about getting the hard-on? That's when we you start scooting, bus- scooting down seats. <laughs> we had this dude. Yeah, like, you sure do have so <laughs> yeah. On Sundays, we were able to get the Sunday paper. And that was like the only time we were able to connect with the outside world. Uh, because other than the initial phone call home when we first got there, my platoon never got to call home until the Sunday before graduation. And we were sitting there and somebody would get the paper and then everybody would just like share it around. And this dude, his name was, uh, Duxworth. And he's like, God damn, this fucking water's cold. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And of course all the doors are gone from the stalls and you look over across and he's got the sports page and there's this long black thing hanging in the water. And it's like I can't fucking compete with this. <laughs> this I saw the one, yeah, guy, one day water. I So
2: where the fuck do you get that gear. thing during the day? Yeah. You wrap it around your fucking leg? Like where is that,
0: dude? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So like, I'm oh, all. a little bit created equal oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, we wore some no, they, stupid sh- short shorts in fucking boot camp for PT, and it's man. like, okay, where are you putting that fucking anaconda?
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'm five seven. He was probably five five at best, you know. And it was like, you're as you're as tall as you are laying down or standing up, you know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, laying down excited, but I was like, w-
0: really, where? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ,
3: where is yeah. that going? Yeah, what are you going to do with that? Fuck small livestock.
2: Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, sure. God, dude. Come near me with that fucking thing and our friendship's over, brother.
0: <laughs> but our relationship yeah. just started. Hey. And but he, you sure do hey, have a but he was a shower,
1: not a grower. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he was, he was a shower and a grower, I assume. I don't know. Um, I don't know
2: either. I didn't. Didn't get hard. It
0: was yeah, camp, I.
3: You a give, a, I, that
0: you that give the brother a hand? No, <laughs> no. And you know, and that's that's definitely in boot camp is where you learn that uh eye level stays at no lower eye than level. the chin. Mm, yep. I mean, you're not going any lower than somebody's chin because you're you're basically ass the belly button, going all the way into the showers and you've got three rain trees with like 10 shower heads on them. And you're just like single file line going around the water. And you've yeah, got again, like, and and you got like 20 seconds like to cleaned. put the, the, the soap on you and rinse off. And then you're, you're marching out of the showers to get dressed. Yeah. And it's like, well, it sounds
3: like the brother needed a whole bar of soap just for that.
0: I mean, I would like to say that Goldberg's character in The Longest Yard was based on him, but I don't know. I don't know. James, you told me that was you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I felt... I think I felt the hammer's hammer. Oh, shit. Well... (laughs) Uh, on that note,
4: <laughs>
0: um, I think we've, uh, this will be a short, I mean, it, it's only episode two of season two of, uh, our podcast, but, um, I, I think we've, we've pretty much covered, you know, Pantera, um, Dancers, naked, naked,
1: man in the shower. naked
0: men in the showers, uh, brothers. What to do and what not to do at night, Ugh.
1: right? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> or during the day. But on that note, you've just listened to another episode of Him Productions presents.
1: Jam solve the world after, after dark. dark,
0: and until uh, next time, you keep one bi- ah, son of a bitch.
1: I've been James. Well, and I've been night.
0: Matt. And on the phone, we have had uh, Sean and Dwight. And on behalf of the four of us, Happy New Year. But until next time, keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter, and we will be seeing you. Have a good one, guys.
4: Oh, yeah. You guys.